We have to give warning right before we get into it, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. If you hear an odd sound, like a pug trying to breathe, um, that is because Diana is currently wearing our new addition to the family and the Heart Points team. Uh, our that's, little exactly what, that's exactly what she sounds like, though. She, she sounds like a little snoring pug. Oh, my God. Memories of when we had our dog in the the office oh while God, we would record right. it's the exact same sound it and is. it's because they're both pugs yeah. basically <laughs> so uh apologies for that sound just uh pretend it's osmer or a wounded yeah. companion yeah uh but uh yeah this is our first recording with the new kobold so thank you for your patience and i think is there anything else we want to say before we get into it no nah, let's just do it all right Marin has entered the Meldura woods in search of the wounded adventurer yonder, and she has found him, but not before discovering a young white worm in an ancient part of the wood. With Marin's trust in me shaken, I wonder how she plans to return to safety with all of her wards intact. Welcome back to Blood Gold. off Marin Orlance McCrayon Sorrell fled from a white worm a female dragon or an egg-laying dragon uh, that had burst from the ground to attack these uh, dryads the immune system of the forest y'all had taken uh, safety in a pocket room that Orlance created and then uh, after kind of recovering recuperating you continued on your trek, fleeing from the sounds of this white worm. Not entirely even certain. I don't even know if we know if the white worm even noticed y'all. Right. Um, it was, it purely like went after these dryads, was was kind of attacking them. And y'all escaped and kept going towards your destination of Lorland's Cavern. Uh, a location that you thought was your best chance for finding yonder. And sure enough, Akreya went in a few uh, yards and found yonder wounded, but alive. Um, I'm actually going to just do a really quick Oracle check. He is unconscious. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's, I think Akreya kind of Gitters out of Lorland's cavern because I think we established that it was a pretty, it's a small or not a, not terribly small. It's tight. It's a tight uh, fit Mm -hmm. and it kind of opens up once you get in there, but it's going to be a tight squeeze for Osmer to get through or to get into the caverns. It's this uh, just kind of like a uprooted space in the forest where this opening kind of descends down into the earth into this kind of rocky cavern system 
yeah, Akreya skitters out. I think she, I think she grabs Sorel first, uh, and and kind of pushes Sorel towards the cavern. She goes, "Go, go, go, go!" And then, as Sorel is is running in there, she turns to you and she says, "He's alive in there, but uh, he's not doing well. He's been wounded." Sorel is now in the cavern with the unconscious yonder. Yeah. I think Akreya sent him, sent Sorel in to kind of just keep an eye on him yeah. and like make sure that he was okay while she talked to you in Orleans. Yeah. I think I'm going to say Osmer's not going to be able to get in there. You two are going to have to bring him out and then we'll go back to town. She looks at you and nods and I'm going to check her herbalist skill. When you attempt to heal using herbal remedies and you have at least plus one supply, which she does, choose one to add two on a hit, take or give an additional plus one health. Okay. I think she's going to say um, he's in bad shape. If we're going to move him, I need to spend some time stabilizing him to be moved. Okay. She nods and scurries back into the cavern you're are you you and orleans are just gonna wait outside yeah i just can't imagine if the kobolds can get in comfortably there's no way osmer is going to be able to get in and osmer is not being left alone when there is a dragon about very fair um what do you do while she runs in stand at the ready always um i probably pace back and forth a little. Am I out there alone? Uh, you're with Orleans and Osmer. So Orleans didn't go in either? No. Okay. Unless you want Orleans to go in. No. I don't think they... I mean, they have lots of magic, but they. I don't think they're really... We know Akreya kind of deals with healing magic. Yeah. That's not really Orleans's bag. They, yeah. They mostly deal with like combat magic, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to decide whether or not I'm saying anything to Orleans, but I don't think I am. I think I'm just kind of pacing slowly like I am on patrol. Okay. Yeah, Orleans, I think, takes up a position of, like, being prepared to defend Mm -hmm. in case something happens. Yeah. I know Uh, it's not great audio, but that's what I think Marin would do. Yeah. What I'm wondering now is if this is a point... I think Orleans is all business right now. I don't think this is really Orleans's time that they're going to be, you know, talking to you about. Heart to heart right now? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. I don't think that's that's really on their Mar- mind. Marin would shut it down. Like, it is not the time. We are still in fight or flight. Like, now is not the time for the heart to heart. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to roll to see how. All right, I'm going to add plus two with this herbalist. So that's going to give us a really good chance to, like, clearly stabilize yonder. Mm-hmm. <gasps> what? Okay. For the listeners, just so you know, he grabbed two metal die and a plastic die. And how can you at all, in the discrepancy of weight, be okay with that? It's fi- It's fine. They're dice. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. But, oh, my God. Uh, no, it, it does. I mean, it honestly, it feels weird in my hand. Okay. Oh my god. Jeez, so many Christmas. I rolled a one for my action die. But 
Luckily, I add three for Akraya's Wits and two, another two for Herbalist. So, wow, you like knocked it out of the park with that one. Yeah, so I still managed to score a strong hit. Take or give up to plus two help. Why would I, t- on a strong hit, your care is helpful, then take or give up to, oh, take is for if you're doing it to yourself. I was like, why would I take away health on a strong hit? <laughs> okay, so it takes, I think on a, the, I think that one is going to symbolize that it takes a little bit mm-hmm. to get there. So you and Orleans are out there for a, a little bit. And Osmer is kind of standing there while you pace and Orleans has like taken up this this defensive position with their with their staff out. And after a few moments, uh, you hear this kind of this dragging sound, this from the cavern, Acrea and Sorel pull out yonder each of them have like one of his arms and you can see Akraya has taken off some of his armor and uh he doesn't have any weapons on him uh, i guess you probably wouldn't you wouldn't know that Akraya took them off but he's he's doesn't have all of his armor and his weapons are missing and he is he's in bad shape mm-hmm. the uh you can see that there is uh, it looks like he got struck by lightning effectively. There is a burn down his left neck, like down his arm, mm-hmm. disappearing underneath his shirt that has like scorch marks on it. He is kind of, um, he's drooling a little bit from from just being unconscious for God knows how long. So he's just kind of, he's damp, he's sweaty. His hair is like matted to his forehead. And he looks nothing like the kind of happy-go-lucky adventure that you met in the woods a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But they pull him out, and Sorel looks to you. What? Uh, what do we do now, Marin? Uh, on to Osmer? Duh. That's not what she says, but that is what she's thinking. She, I don't even think she says anything. Like she's not. I feel like this should be a, a t-shirt because I say it so often. Marin is not in a good place. <laughs> Marin is not in a good place. And so she is just going to kind of heft him on to Osmer without really talking to anybody. Yeah, Orleans comes to your side and helps heft Yonder up. And y'all manage to secure Yonder onto Osmer. Mm-hmm. And I guess the question is, you know, how are you getting... Out? Yeah. Yeah. So we obviously can't go the way that we came. We have to go a different way. And I am bad at spatial reasoning. Like, I have directional insanity. So I don't know what would make sense. I feel like we need to go in a right angle from where we were before. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think this is what Marin was thinking about while she was on patrol. Was like, which way are we going to go? So... I, so Orleans and Marin heft yonder onto Osmer, and I think what she's gonna do is just start kind of quietly walking in a direction that is not perpendicular, because that's when that's train tracks, right? 
perpendicular. No, that's parallel. Perpendicular then is the way I want to go because okay. that's that's a right angle, right? That Let me... goes the other that that makes a cross. Yeah. Okay. So you just said that you spent that time pacing, kind of yes. like thinking about what your plan is. Mm-hmm. That sounds to me like you were assessing the situation. A hundred percent. So you had some time to kind of assess. Mm-hmm. I, so I think you we should roll to secure an advantage. Okay. Unless you for some reason don't want to do that you just want to go to the withdraw move nope that's perfect oh i think you did good uh let's see so you i'm going to say you uh we should probably go with wits right expertise insight or observation Mm -hmm. we we should have decided the stat before you rolled yeah but i think that makes sense wits which is a five which means i succeed strong hit strong hit strong hit okay Mm -hmm. Uh, you choose one, you take control, you're going to make another move, which is probably going to be your withdraw move, mm-hmm. and t- add plus one to it, or you can take plus two momentum. I'm going to withdraw. You're going to add, add plus one to your withdraw roll? Yeah. Okay. So you come to this decision that you're going to make a right angle perpendicular exit mm-hmm. from the woods, which you believe will probably take you um, pretty close to the road that you... Well, actually, I guess the question is... I don't even care if it's going to take me close to anywhere. Like, I just need to be away from the wyvern, Mm -hmm. away from the dragon. So. Away from that weird temple. You have, you have two options. Essentially, you can go, because you came this way south. So if Mm -hmm. you're going perpendicular, you're going, either going east or west. Mm -hmm. If you go east, you're heading towards like Nebonir and Lawnborn, the towns that you came Mm -hmm. to Melura from. If you go west, you're heading towards the coast and sort of unexplored bayou territory. Mm-hmm. Melur is not connected by road to Lonborn or Nebonir. So those aren't necessarily an advantage, but they would kind of maybe give you a place to rest. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you go west, you're not entirely sure what you'll encounter, but almost We're- assuredly going to be getting out of this area yeah well we're going back to town that's eventually yeah yeah that's the goal i actually think i'm gonna go to the coast yeah i think i'm gonna head towards the coast i think if we head back towards where we were i think it's more likely that the wyvern like if for some reason needed to leave the dragon or whatever i think they're more likely to go towards where people are and i know that there are people there versus the coast i feel like there's probably less people between where we are and the coast. All right, so you're going to head west. You are making the escape the depths roll. When you flee or withdraw from a site, consider the situation and your approach. If you find the fastest way out, which I don't think this is, uh, steal yourself against the horrors of this place. I don't mm, think it's... No. Uh, definitely not fight your way out. It's locate an alternative path. Right? Yeah. I think you could also make an argument for keep out of sight, out of sight but I yeah. do think alternative pa- alternate path Did might I be... say it weird the first time? Alternative? Altern- alternate? That says alternate. There's it, no... it, they're yeah. the same. It's it's fine. Uh, so alternate path or keeping out of sight, I think, are your best bets. I think alternate path is more what I'm trying to do here. Okay. I, I agree. I think so. I think that's more what I'm trying to do. So you're going to roll plus wits. You get plus one to this roll. Mm-hmm. plus whatever your wits are. Mm-hmm. Which are higher than my shadow, which is why I went with Oh, uh, okay. Fair. All right. So. That is a 10 on the challenge die. 10. 
Um, but that my plus one makes that a, the my action die is six plus my two makes it an eight. So that's actually a middling thing, which is not what that's called. It's a weak hit. Okay. Tiana, one day. So, on so a, it's not a failure. No, not a failure. You, and on a weak hit, you find your way out. Yeah. So we are going to escape. Yeah. But this place exacts its price. Choose one. You're going to either become weary or wounded, enduring harm, being left shaken, enduring stress, uh, being delayed and it costs you. You leave something important behind. You face a new complication as you emerge from the depths or a denizen plots their revenge. I feel like I'm shaken. Like narratively, I'm not trying to just like not leave anything behind. Mm -hmm. But narratively, I feel like that has been what this entire journey has been leading to. Like this is just like trauma after trauma after trauma for Mm -hmm. Marin. I think I'm I'm enduring stress. Do you Uh, agree? I do. Okay. I do. I do. So I think what that leaves us now is we need to endure an amount of stress, I believe, equal to the danger of this place Mm -hmm. so this is a dangerous place so a dangerous place inflicts two harm which i believe is the same in terms of like Mm -hmm. physical harm or stress Mm -hmm. suffer minus spirits equal to your foes rank yes so we're uh i think everybody is going to lose two spirit akraya sorrel and marin don't i have to roll or do i just we take that first ah got it Okay. So we suffer minus spirit equal to our foe's rank. If your spirit is zero, suffer momentum equal to any remaining negative spirit. Then you roll your spirit or your heart, whichever is higher on the endure stress roll. So Akraya is down to two spirit. Sorel is down to three spirit. How is Marin doing? Two spirit. So we are now going to... Uh, why don't you roll first and then we can uh, share how we all did. Okay. Oh, Not that's great. Bad. That's really bad. That's super bad. That's re- <laughs> that's really bad. So I rolled two nines, and then my action die was a one. There's not a damn thing I can do about this. Even if I was at full spirit, yeah. there's nothing I can do about this. So I miss. On a miss, you also summon suffer negative one momentum. Okay, so the worst thing, other than you know taking a lot of stress, we might lose some momentum. That's really not that bad. No, for me, my momentum was. Kind of high. Probably should have used that. I'm going to just roll one for the for both kobolds. That is a strong hit. So I think we're going to be okay. On a strong hit, uh, I'm going to recover one of Akraya's spirit by losing one momentum and taking one spirit just for Akraya. So that both the kobolds are at plus three spirit. They are stressed out. I think Akraya ends up needing to lean on Sorel really hard to kind of keep her spirits up as mm-hmm. everybody makes their way out of this ancient tanglewood. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your husband and GM, Zach. I am your wife and player, Diana. And this is episode 40 of the Blood Gold campaign. How are you, my darling? Uh, I am good. The last episode, you heard me complaining about being pregnant. I am no longer so. (laughs) Uh, I just have about what feels like 
50 pounds strapped to my chest, breathing like a pug, um, and being annoying because that's what newborns are. They're annoying potatoes. So Just the most stress that I've ever been under. <laughs> so incredibly, why did we do this again? I don't know. Well, because our toddler is so cute. We, we forgot. <laughs> we forgot what newborns do. They're the worst. Like, but, I, I, like they're not. But like they're my least favorite stage. It's and it's rough. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's rough. But the goblin has been doing very well with the kobold. Mm-hmm. The two are getting along very well as much as the kobold can get along with anyone or anything. It doesn't she doesn't really understand She's a potato. Anything. She is a potato. But but it's going well. Everybody is Everybody's, healthy yep. and safe. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are doing we're doing very well. Um, I mean, as well as two sleep de- deprived people can be doing. I yeah. so so sleep deprived, so incredibly sleep deprived. Yeah, it sucks. But yeah, every we're doing well here. We hope that everyone else is doing well out there. Thank you so much for you know all your patience and understanding with uh, everything going on. We don't know what the future holds for us right now because yeah. we are so overwhelmed. Correct. We're just kind of taking it day by day, which is what you do in parenthood. So mm-hmm. that's what we're doing. Things may change, but for this day, we are able to record. So we are. And we're happy that we're able to do it. Yeah. Just as a heads up in terms of kind of, you know, what's going on with heart points, we are figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Basically, like Diana said, taking it day by day. We have probably... I don't know. We are going to take a hiatus from Blood Gold briefly. Yes. Uh, so that I can do some stuff with hopefully some guests. I've thought about maybe trying some solo stuff. I don't know yet exactly what we're going to do. We're going to be figuring out some other stuff just to uh, give us some space for the kobold to grow up a little bit, figure out how to take proper naps during the day and uh just give Diana and I some breathing room. So one or two, maybe this might be the last episode of Blood Gold for a little bit. And then hopefully doing some other cool stuff, playing some other games, doing some other stuff. I Heart Points isn't going anywhere. Just we're going to do our pretty normal mid-season kind of break thing, hiatus yeah. thing where we it's not really a hiatus because we're still producing stuff yeah. just in different shapes. Mm-hmm. Am I rambling? Yes. I'm so tired. Yes. I'm so tired. I know. I, I know. That's why I told everybody that we were sleep deprived. I guess I should have prepared some sort of like statement or something no. about what we're doing. No, that wouldn't feel authentic to heart points, would it? <laughs> if we prepared at all. Professionalism from heart points? What? Who would think it? Who would think it? Listen, we don't really have anything going on um, because as you can hear, I have a cobalt just right next to the microphone yep. and there's nothing I can do about that. So just thank you all for, for hanging out with us and... Uh, we hope you're you're doing well too. Let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. The crew we're heads moving. west. Yeah, we're moving. And I'm gonna. Ooh, okay. So I drew a card from the Star Springer Tarot, and I got the Five of Coins, and I. I'm going to interpret the imagery on this card as a lake. Y'all are pushing 
yourselves. Every everyone is kind of pushing themselves to get out of this space, this this area. And we make our way out of the ancient Tanglewood that uh, is to the south of of Melura. And the skies are still gray. There is still, you know, rain and th- thunder in the distance, but we kind of get out of the storm. Acrea and Sorel tell, uh, kind of have a, we know that they could kind of like sense that there, like it, there was like that great magic power. There was that, mm. that worm somewhere. And, uh, between like their knowledge of dragon hives and their ability to kind of like sense that, eventually we know that we are out of the dragon's potential territory. But this takes us, I don't know, how long do you think we walk for? Well, let's roll. So I rolled a nine. That's a big number, so a long time. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Listen, that's expert role playing right there. That's great. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Hours? Is that too long? Just a long time. I might have sounded sarcastic. I was serious. I Listen, I love just rolling stuff and interpreting it, you know, whatever. Figuring out an interpretation for it. Yeah. It's a long time. We walk for a long time. I would like us to share something that like really a moment on the trek that stresses us out. Like that embodies that like loss of spirit, that stress that our characters faced. That feels like two different things. Does it? I'm interpreting it that way. So why don't you answer it and then I can see what you're answering. Like something that's stressing us out and then some sign that we are stressed out that feels like two different things. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Yes. Okay. So in our spirit, we lost spirit. Mm -hmm. Why did we lose spirit? Right. Okay. So I was in a terrible temple where terrible things happened and then some terrible mushroom people and I feel like I'm responsible for everybody that is in this party and then a fucking magic field full of more things that are trying to kill the people that I dragged into the woods Mm -hmm. and then a cave for the guy that I came into the woods for and he's almost dead and also a fucking dragon I think that's why my spirit's not great okay you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so like leaving the wood I don't think anything happens or you know that like there's anything that's like the straw that broke the camel's back while we're leaving the woods, I don't think that's what happens for Marin. I think it's just all of it. All this whole journey was terrible and just trauma on top of trauma for someone who is already traumatized and clearly does not talk about her feelings. So has never processed the horrible things that she's seen in her life. She just is an angry, tired old lady. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that for Acrea and Sorel, or at least for Acrea, who who took the bigger brunt of the loss of spirit, um, there was a moment as we were making our way out where Yonder started coughing up blood mm-hmm. and developed a fever. And Acrea had to get us to get everybody to like pull him down so that she could tend to him again and work on him. And she was, she started to panic because she didn't like, she was worried that she didn't prepare him properly to move him. Mm -hmm. And that if we lost him now, this whole thing would have been for nothing. Right. 
but eventually she managed to stabilize him again, get his fever back down, and continue on the trek. That's I like that. That's nice. But not everybody responds that like how do I want to say this? Um when some people are in the thick of it, and I'm saying some people because I'm I think I'm kind of like this. When you're like in the thick of it and when stuff is happening, you're not going to have like your spirits are going to be high. You're going to be like, I'm doing this. This is happening. It's when everything is calm that it's all coming back to you that you're like, everyone could have died. Mm-hmm. I could have made so many terrible decisions. Like nothing's happening outside of your brain. Like what people are seeing is like a really calm. Everything's finally like peaceful or whatever. But in your head is when you're losing is where you're losing your shit. You weren't losing it before you were losing it now. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. So Marin was losing it during it. But it's way worse now. Nothing really happened. I mean, I, well, he started coughing up blood and they had to take him down. That's a thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Some more drama. But I don't think anything happened. I think her spirits, her losing spirit has been this entire journey. It's not, I don't think there was one thing that like, that you could like see it, that you could see that she was losing spirit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think she's just been losing spirit this entire time. And now this walk is giving her a little bit of peace to think like space space to like think and really absorb everything that happened and it's just she just is fucking everything up and she's gonna kill these kobolds without trying to kill these kobolds. oh okay i thought you were no. like you're mad at them I was like, no, oh. no no she's gonna she's gonna kill them when she's supposed to be saving them mm. like that's what's happening mm-hmm. and that's what she's firmly believing is she's going to be the reason they die and she kind of likes one of them <laughs> So eventually the crew makes it to this this lake that's in the in the forest and we are out of what we would consider like the dungeon the delve site and have made it to this lake on the uh to the southwest far out of the Wyvern's territory believed to be far out of the dragon's territory but there is almost nothing here but you can see across the lake there is a shrine there's a pega shrine on the other side of the lake but we've come to this this kind of calm silent lake there are some birds uh kind of like flittering over the water uh, there are reeds reaching up from the center of, or from the shoreline, and across the way there's a Pega shrine. But it is quiet here, except for maybe like the far distant sounds of um, movement in the forest. How big is this lake? Like swimmable or boatable? Boatable. Okay. And what time of day is it? I have genuinely no idea that's why i had asked you because i also <laughs> genuinely have no idea i'm gonna say it's it's probably getting late right i would think so i would um, think so i think the has this whole trek this no but we never broke for camp Mm-mm, i think this has all been one day so it is it is late and we actually so let's retcon a little bit and say that it's we get to this lake late um like long past nightfall Mm -hmm. 
And I think the reason that you know that there is a, a temple across the way is because it's lit. There are... So it's a temple, not a shrine. Or I, it's a shrine. Okay. It is a shrine. But there are lit lanterns around it. Okay. That uh, have that have illuminated it. Um, but it's kind of like the only source of light around here. And you can see the, the lights flickering off the surface of the lake. This is a boatable lake. It, yeah, it's a bigger like, lake. Like you can you can get across it on a boat, but probably not swimming. Yeah. Can I see the way around the lake? Yeah. While walking. Yeah. Okay. We don't stop. We walk. I think people in the party thought maybe we would stop, but we're not going to. We're actually going to the shrine. I don't know if they know that. But I'm just walking around the lake to get to the shrine because there's lights, mm. which means there's people. So we're going towards the shrine. Yeah, I think everyone is like too intimidated by your demeanor right now to ask questions. Mm-hmm. And they kind of figure that's where you're going. Yeah. So, I mean, if it's late, what's well, another 20 minutes? Yeah, we make our way around the the lake and come to the shrine and it is a small building that's lit with these kind of gold foil lanterns that kind of sparkle around it and it's painted with these lavender flowers and it sits on the edge of the lake and so i guess so my question is there are lanterns lit here do you think there's actually someone here? Like at the shrine? Yeah. No, but someone lit those lanterns and it's probably somebody who's not terribly far away. I don't know that I'm looking for that person. Mm. Like I'm planning on making camp at the shrine. Okay. Unless there's like a log cabin right there. I'm planning on making camp at the shrine. But the next morning I might go looking for someone. That's why I'm at the shrine. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I like that. I think it is deserted. There is there isn't anyone here, but there is a clearing, a little bit of a clearing in front of the shrine, and this mm-hmm. does feel like a safe place to break and rest. Mm-hmm. So that's what we do. Um, I brought Osmer, and I believe we had packed up, like we checked out of the hotel. That's not yes the tavern. Yes. Um, so we have all our things. So we set up camp once we get to the shrine. Cool. Probably not right in front of the shrine, right? Like a respectful distance, but still close enough to the fires. When you rest and recover for several hours in the wild, roll plus supply. I'm rolling supply. Four. Oh my God. Which ties it. Do I have to roll supply or can I roll my momentum? Never mind. You can you can substitute with your momentum. Never mind. My momentum gives me the exact same number. So I tied it, which means I failed. Yes. I failed camp. We take I I take no comfort. Can someone else do it? Uh, it says you and your allies. So I think we are all beholden to that roll. That's bullshit. So we are going to pay the can price. Can we retcon and I just lie about what I rolled? <laughs> This is terrible. Can we retcon? Let's retcon. Uh, Zach cut all of this. And no, we'll roll again. Nope. Keep it. Keep <laughs> it. We're never. Listen. We're never gonna move out of Malura. Oh my god. This is terrible. 
So, when you suffer the outcome of a move, choose one. Make the most obvious negative outcome happen. Envision two negative outcomes. Rate one as likely and ask the oracle using the yes or no table or roll on the following table. Do you have any idea? I have no idea how we could mess up camp other than yonder. Well, well you know. if, no, if everyone's afraid to say anything to me, then I think no one is getting in my way and I am setting up camp wrong. Like I'm, I'm angry, like I'm angry, I'm distracted, I'm, my tents aren't going up right, like maybe it rains later and everybody gets wet. Oh, I think Orlance definitely calls you out. Yeah. Or uh, the kobolds are probably too scared of you. Orlance is not too scared of you right now. That's fair. Maybe everybody just gets sick. <laughs> maybe we all just get sick. It's been very stressful. It has been very stressful. Let's. I'm I gonna... mean, one of the answers is that it's stressful. So we could just roll on the stress. We could. We could. Give me. Or. Give me or this. we could pretend that we rolled a one and two on this chart and then just roll again. Wait, no, that's the wrong roll. Yeah, it well, would we be just ro- roll on the chart. Yeah. For the first time. That is a 66. What's a 66, Diana? It's it is harmful. harmful. Which we already we already discussed this. That's terrible. Let's roll it's again. It's harmful. No, we roll again. How would we get bad. hurt? You just <laughs> that was bad. That's a 14. You You're are separated from, from something or someone. Is that better? No, that makes no sense. Who do we get separated from? Could we get separated from the god whose name is escaping my brain? Sadine Ra. Yeah. That would tell for a bad story, though. Not necessarily. Maybe it wastes resources. That's 86 through 90. <laughs> like how we're just like, we're just rolling on this and seeing what, what strikes our fancy. <laughs> Let's investigate what's going on to see how this goes wrong. Okay. And then figure out something to say yes to. Okay. Good audio. Or, we or are... I could just re-roll making camp and we could just, no, we could just no. do that. Now I did draw... From the pocket guild, the scary looking person with an axe, a knife. Oh, a... that's an axe? Yeah. I thought it was a very large toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> Which would co- not have made sense. They're covered in blood. No, no, let's not. Don't want to do, a, do combat? What if, okay, hold on. Hold on. What if everybody loses some health because sleeping next to this shrine is going to give you nightmares like that terrifying thing? You, oh, you think the shrine's going to cause nightmares? Well, it's a maybe we're too far away from the shrine and that's why we're getting nightmares. Maybe the land is cursed and you have to be closer to the shrine to camp. Could be the opposite of what I first said. Ooh, interesting. Okay, I'm... Like, I, we don't have to necessarily lose health. No, I'm interested in this. Okay, I think our night here, our sleep here is stressful. And I really like the idea that it's magically, or it has something to do with the pega and the shrine. What if it's the lake? What if the shrine is to encase the magic of the lake? Not that it's like, I don't think like a demon or something is going to come out of the lake, but maybe it just like gives off weird vibes. Well, it could be a shrine to the, uh, the a pega related to the lake. Yeah. So I drew, so the card for the lake and the shrine were both coins, coin suits. Mm-hmm. The shrine is the night. So it's the night of the lake. Is this is this Pega, and they 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 have these coins. They're they're both the coin suit, which is kind of where we're getting these gold lanterns. I think there is. So I always leave something at a shrine. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But what if I don't before we make camp? 
And that's why all of this is happening. And I was supposed to. That's why there's coins. Like you have to pay like a. This toll. is like a greedy. Yeah. Not, not necessarily a greedy, but like a very a demanding mm-hmm. pega. Mm-hmm. And we don't offer anything to before it. Before we make camp. I yeah. have every intent. I always do. So I'll do something before we leave. But before we make camp, I didn't. And that's why this is stressful. We're not sleeping, whatever. I like that a lot. This is a shrine to a pega of the lake. It is a demanding pega. It mm-hmm. is this. It's a sort of. Not like dark, but yeah, a little dark. And that might be, that might be why someone is still coming and lighting these lanterns, even though this is like yeah, because this is a de- pega that demands uh, attention. Attention mm-hmm. that demands you know worship. Okay, I like that. So the question is: We initially rolled. It is harmful. Do we want to? I still think that works if we're not getting sleep. Hmm. Okay. And then the next thing we rolled was that you're separated from someone or something, right? Yeah. Well, we are experts on sleep deprivation, and you definitely lose a little bit of yourself when you're sleep deprived. <laughs> so. All right. I like that. We Collaboration so, so for the win. We took, we took shelter in front of this shrine, but even, like, it is very unusual for Akreya, who was a hive priestess, mm-hmm. to, to not, you know, pay obeisance to... A, a pega shrine, but Is that even a real word. I, I don't know. I might have made. I it like up. it. It sounds fancy. Thank you. You're welcome. But yes. But it, it's very rare for her to slip up like this. Mm-hmm. But even Akraya kind of slips up. Orlins is not the kind of person who generally cares too much about the pega. And then you are are usually pretty good on recognizing them, but everybody just slips up. We're exhausted. We're horrified. Akraya is like busy trying to make sure that yonder doesn't slip again and so no one really checks out this shrine we just use it as like a point of shelter we are going to take harm i think we're all just going to take one harm all right and then we're going to have to roll for the endure harm i just rolled my endure harm i rolled a six on my action die mm-hmm. and two tens on my challenge dies yes, you all three dice maximum you should get that. Should be Derek. Some, that should be something. Maximum Derek. That should be something. You crit rolled. I, oh wait, that's a crit fail. Thank you for reminding me that that's oh, a crit, Diana. I'm sorry. Thank you for reminding me that I crit failed. That does something though. I mean, it means I die. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. You get something though. There's something to that. I remember this. This is a trigger to add a twist, create a new complication, or otherwise mix things up. Something interesting, unexpected, or unusual happens. Isn't this how we got the dragon? Yeah, but no, we're not doing that. No, we are. No, we're having dreams. No, nope, nope, It's a dream. Nope, Let some, it just be a dream. Something, something bad is happening. No. A heightened negative outcome, complication, or new danger. Things get worse for you in an unexpected way. Diana didn't... You know what? That was the kobolds. It was the kobolds. So the kobolds should have something bad happen. The kobolds will have something bad, bad happen. Dream. Why don't Why don't you roll your uh, your endure harm? Oh my god! I can't believe that this just happened. So I have a middle thing, a mixed success, a weak hit. I press on because I add three, and that ties my max. So I just press on. That's all it says. I'm I'm so <laughs> angry. Oh. <sighs> What what new bad thing happens? Could this god directly talk to Akraya in a bad way? That's kind of what I'm wondering about. Or 
do we get flooded out because this god is really angry at us and that's why people keep paying attention to this god I want it to specifically affect Akraya or Sorel. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't necessarily want to drive us all from no, this you, spot. I mean, you can if you want. But this is a big twist. Could this god start terrorizing Akraya? Like, maybe she thinks she's having hallucinations or something because the god's talking to her. Like, during the day and stuff. Or curse her. Yeah. Because she is a hive priestess. Or, or, would it be better to be happening to Sorel? Because... This is not Sorrel's wheelhouse. And it would drive Akraya mad, I think. It would make her really like, why is this happening to you? I could do something about this, but it's happening to you and I need you to do something about it. I like that idea, but I, I think I am going to go with Akraya. Okay. Akraya is going to take on a curse and I'm not sure exactly what that's going to happen. But we see, you know, everybody is taking this. Everybody is sleeping and Akraya is sleeping fitfully. She's having dreams of dragon's teeth and wyvern's wings and people and kobolds coughing up blood. And her dreams are filled with running red blood and shining golden hordes and... She sleeps fitfully and frightfully. That's it for this week. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Ironsworn was designed by Sean Tompkin. You can find more at ironswornrpg.com. We also used Trungle's Star Spinner Tarot and Evelyn Moreau's Fabulous Pocket Guild. We want to thank Zach B., our editor and producer. If you only heard minimal pug-like grunting, then that was all Zach B., so thanks. Thanks, Zach B. We also want to thank In Love with the Ghost for the use of their song Chilling at Nemo's Place off of the album Healing. You can find In Love With a Ghost at inlovewiththeghost.bandcamp.com. Please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. It really means a lot to us, and it helps other people to find us. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HeartPointsPod. Please follow us and join us for discussion about RPGs and podcasts, and make sure to share us with everyone you know, especially your RPG-loving friends. And thank all of you again for joining us in our adventure today. We hope that as you return back to the real world, that you continue to have a very nice day. But like a very, very nice one. <laughs>